2: Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your
0: chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey,
3: everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes, think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words, How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in get comfy this spring and give back with bombas head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20 percent off your first purchase that's b-o-m-b-a-s.com slash bonkers use the code bonkers at checkout a movie that takes the worst parts of the phantom menace (laughs) and the cgi skills of a youtuber circa 2000 We saw Dungeons and Dragons, so you know what that means. Philadelphia with yet another dragon film this one Dungeons and Dragons it has it all Dungeons check dragons check plot question mark It's normally a part of the show where I like to break down What this movie is about for those who have not seen it. I tried I? wrote a couple things I rewound the movie I read a Wikipedia page, and I don't think I got it, but I'll try. The battle for the soul of Izmir is at stake, as Thora Birch wants to let people be equal and control gold dragons, but Jeremy Irons wants to keep the gold dragons and also control red ones. Chaos ensues. That is the plot that I know of this movie. Came out in 2000. It's an hour and 47 minutes. It took 23 years for someone to try this movie again. This was a colossal flop. It is a rough movie saved by one person. Jeremy fucking Irons. Jeremy Irons who said... I only took this gig for the money <laughs> and the amount of time I had to be on set, which was not a lot. <laughs> the rest, we will break it down, and I'm going to break it down with my two co-hosts. Please welcome to the stage, Mr. Jason Manzukas.
4: <laughs> What's up, jerk? What's up, Philly? How we doing? That's right. I watched this movie in the car on the way here. I don't know what the fuck it was about. This Yikes! This, this was, was a yikes. t to b This was truly one that I could not wrap my head around. I kept rewinding to be like, I must have missed a very important thing here. And I'm going to be honest, June and I were just speaking backstage, we don't know who most of the people there are. I don't know who most of those people are, including the guy in the blue sweater.
3: I will say that looking at that image, I think two of those people are not in this movie. I googled Dungeons and Dragons without seeing the film. I know they're not from the new one.
4: Honest to God, who is the
3: guy? I would have remembered a guy with a jewel in the middle of his head. Not in this film, but if you know, we will come to you. We in got a it. Little we bit. got
4: it. We got to bring. We got because June and I were already oh, so I, deep into this. Well,
3: don't No. June Diane Raphael.
4: Yeah. Welcome, June. And you better believe.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, so Paul, Jason and I were backstage and I did also just complete this movie. I mean, we're fresh.
1: Fresh! We're
3: fresh. So am I! I was watching it backstage as well!
4: Okay. You're not part of the crew.
0: <laughs> and for a second, I thought the guy with the jeweled head was Dumbledore? Lipstick. Dumbledore? Oh. Dazzledore?
3: Wait. Dunkirk? <laughs> yes. You Dunsulman? thought that that guy might I have I thought that been that was
0: one of our main bad. Dabagog?
3: Oh, Dabbadar.
4: If you quizzed me on every character's These name, mains. I know snails and no one else. <laughs> Justice for snails. Let him win. Let him get the girl. Let him get the treasure. Justice for snails. Justice
0: for snails. I will say what that.
4: What your sign says. R.I.P. Snell. R.I.P. We so stand. Paul, a legend. So Paul. Yes. So
0: Paul, when you make these slides, when you make these images, yes. you're really just you're just Google image searching and hoping for the best.
3: Well, most of the time I am aware, and I and I had the guy with the purple lips, but it was a low res shot. Now is, I can look I ask at you it on the big screen. Yes. About lipstick. Yeah. Is that the guy from the Mummy? No, it is not. He looks like... like His name is like uh, Arnold... It's close, though, right?
4: Very similar look, except with lipstick. Yes. Um, so so I kept writing in my notes, The Mummy. Uh, So if I say that again, that's the only reason. So, Paul, you would prefer
0: a high-res image of of people who aren't in the movie to a low-res image of the (laughs) actual characters. You
4: better believe... I would know what this fucking movie was about if there was someone in a tube top in the movie.
3: Okay, so... I'd be you all can see, about tube top. I googled Dungeons and & Dragons, and this is a tricky one because there is another movie called Dungeons & Dragons. It looks Honor better. M- yeah, it, well, it has these two in it. Well, so I pulled up Dungeons and & Dragons, and look, I'm watching these movies with you all. So I, I pulled it up, and I was like, okay well, this is Jeremy Irons, he's in it, and that, I know that, and this picture is of this, this couple here, and I was like, well, they're clearly in it, and now I'm looking.
4: Wait, I'm curious, this, can you, yeah. before you do,
3: can anybody name what movie
4: these two characters are from? They look familiar, I will say. Okay, so that's a no.
3: It is from the Rotten Tomatoes page for Dungeons & Dragons 2000, so I was correct in that. Maybe they were in a deleted Good. scene. Um, wow. I you
0: thought... really elevated them.
4: Well, Those two people are somewhere cashing checks because
1: of this. <laughs>
0: well, well
4: I'm, I mean...
1: Now because I say Jason
0: this. and I were just in the wings, and I was really like, am I having some sort of a medical event?
3: <laughs> so yes, I picked the wrong images, but that's just because... Um, I don't want to wreck the movie i i'm i'm building assets for this movie months ahead of time making sure that we bring the best of the best to philly and sometimes i make a mistake
0: listen i you are standing in feedback so courageously and <laughs> vulnerably and i appreciate it
3: i do think and i don't want to whip this out at the top of the show I, this might be from the made for tv sequel Okay, which I, my am, oh. I am more interested in. I'll be honest. There's a sequel. There is a made-for-TV sequel. A series or a movie? A movie okay. sequel with none of the characters returning, which is a tough I'm okay way, with that. Yes. <laughs> Hard to call it a sequel when you don't bring anyone back. Um, nope. But I will... Yeah. No,
0: I'm just wondering, just so I know where to steer the conversation and just so we can have a little context, have either of you played Dungeons and Dragons?
3: That was something that really was not offered to me <laughs> as a child. <laughs> I understand Dungeons and Dragons. I can speak to it now, but I was never, I never played it. I, have, I don't think I ever have even as an adult played it, but I understand it.
0: How do, I feel want, like June, how do you understand feel, it?
4: June, I feel like you don't believe him.
0: <laughs> I guess I just, like, you were waiting for it to be offered to you.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, because a lot of people say, like, oh, yeah, there was a Come club that and... played Dungeons. No one played Dungeons and Dragons. I did go to Catholic school, so it might have been illegal. Yeah,
4: it might have been I don't like know. the occult.
3: You know what I mean, Jason?
4: I did not. I never played Dungeons and Dragons either. Uh, the closest I came was the non-Dungeons and Dragons game that they play on Harmon Quest, okay, which yes, is I did that. Which is a okay. which is a a similar type thing, but obviously very different. It's for a TV show. Blah blah blah. Right. So my real only experience is in that. But I too have now, as as people who've been improvising for 25 years, how many times have you been in a Dungeons and Dragons? scene? It's
0: my greatest fear. So.
4: June, just through context clues, I've
3: picked up a bunch of specifics from Dungeons & Dragons scenes. Well, I would say, June, we could cut this out if you want, but you would say that your greatest fear improvising was that people would hit you with a Star Wars or Dungeons & Dragons reference right out of the gate.
0: Yes, and I'd be forced into those scenes. It's kind of why I stopped doing it.
4: (laughs) I think you'd make a great Padawan. (laughs) Here's the thing. I don't know whether to be hurt or happy.
3: (laughs) This movie opens up with, and I did watch it twice, 45 seconds of exposition over steamy, murky, gray. I would even say the first
4: 45 minutes are exposition. (laughs) Like, people are in scenes giving... Full lore dumps and uh, and specific dumps that are just like I felt like this movie was dumping on me the whole time. It really
0: was. And it was so hard is... to understand. Like I went back and watched a few of those dumps and I was like, what am I missing here? Because I from okay, so I know nothing about Dungeons and Dragons. But now I don't think
4: the movie does either. To be I I, I mean, even what limited knowledge I have of Dungeons and Dragons. And having seen what I believe to be a very successful version of it, which is the this last year's version of Dungeons love to and Dragons. I would oh, love it's to see that. Fantastic. This is not, this is this doesn't just, seem to be Dungeons and so, Dragons. When
0: you're playing, audience, Dungeons and Dragons.
4: Oh, should are, we elect an expert from the audience? I would audience? Yes. really is love there to know. An is there a DD expert who, if we need help, we can go to you for just unadulterated know- facts? Oh, right there.
3: Center, you got it. All right, can you make your way down here just in case? Because... We want to make sure. Yeah, just
0: we need you closer.
3: Uh, Sir, what's her name? Morgan. Morgan. Morgan.
4: Give it up for Morgan! Thank you, Morgan. Thank you for identifying yourself. Morgan, 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 Morgan. Wait a minute. Wasn't the Jonathan Livingston Seagull expert also named Morgan?
3: You know that? Wow.
4: How many people were were at Jonathan Livingston Seagull? Okay.
3: Wow. I'm letting Morgan hold the mic because I trust a DM. I trust a Dungeons and Dragons person with the mic. They understand their role. This is
4: respect. This is respect.
3: Okay.
0: So, Morgan, can I ask a question, please? So, when you're playing, you just said I trust a DM. Is that a Dungeon Master? Yes.
4: Okay. Wow. Okay, nerd. Okay.
0: All right. So, Morgan, when most people start playing Dungeons and Dragons, are they commoners without magical powers?
2: No, because that's not very fun to play, and we play for escapism. So-
4: Morgan? So everybody has, like, a, an archetype, right? Like a, an elf or a dwarf or a, I don't know, a mage?
2: Mage. Mage. Yeah, so depending on, like, which year you're talking about for this game, you're like an elf or a dwarf or a human, but you're also, like, a fighting guy or a magic guy or a priest who's also magic and well, stuff now, like Morgan, that. Well, Morgan,
3: I want to ask you a question about this Man, because... Man, priests would really be out of control
4: <laughs> if they could do magic? These motherfuckers... God damn. Can you imagine if they could do magic? The magic that they do do is getting away with it.
3: I know I've talked about it a handful of times, but I went to a school with Franciscan brothers, and they would make candy come out from behind our ears and then make us reach nope. inside other pockets to get more candy. Nope.
4: What? Paul. No! Lock them up! Paul. What are you talking about? At wow. the time,
3: a Jolly Rancher was worth it.
4: Oh. I don't... Here's the deal. Uh.
3: I don't think priests should be allowed to buy candy. <laughs> if they are allowed, they have to eat it in front of the person they bought it from. Now, Morgan, I will ask this, because this is the thought I had, and this is more of a, uh, a macro thought about the movie, which is D&D, a campaign, is an ensemble effort. And this movie is really about one person, right? Like, the idea being, like, everybody adds to the adventure. Everyone has something to do. In this movie, many people have nothing to do.
2: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, even the people who are in the party are just kind of randomly picked up along the way, whereas it's supposed to be more of a collaborative thing where there's no real star of the show. Yeah. And right. also, like,
4: this fails on both, like, a, I, I feel like a D&D, like, everybody's in a group t- trying to do the thing together. It also fails, it keeps trying to make itself seem as
3: though it's Lord of the Rings. And it fails as a fellowship as well. And now let me ask you one more question. This is probably the, the nerdiest question I'll have. Talk to me about dragons in Dungeons & Dragons. Like, <laughs> what are dragons? I understand What dragons, are but... dragons, but I'm asking this because I think Morgan knows what I'm going for. Like, dragons in this movie seem to be the equivalent of, like, a Mack truck. It's like, we can drive them into things. Like, they, But in Dungeons & Dragons, dragons are different, right?
2: Yeah, so this movie definitely went for more of, like, a Game of Thrones feel to their dragons. But, like, in Dungeons & Dragons, their dragons are, like, intelligent creatures. They're very, like, proud and vain, and they have, like treasure hordes and some of them are evil and some of them are good and for some reason the uh, good ones are named after crayons in the box and the uh, sorry, the the bad ones are crayons in the box and the good ones are metallic. yeah,
0: And gold. Okay, so so, okay, this is so helpful. This is so helpful. Now can I ask I'm just gonna be yeah, it's just like
3: (laughs) We
4: This is an organic
3: chant. You know what? You could take out your phones and take a picture of Morgan.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by. I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places. And I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes, that's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great And make a little bit of money, too, because we all need a little bit of money. And maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. my family is all in on the cinnamon Cap'n Crunch. I didn't think you could make it better, but they did. I love my Captain Crunch, and now I love sharing it with my kids. Join the crew for your next Breakfast Time Crunch venture. Get Cap'n Crunch's new cinnamon crunch now at a retailer near you. And learn more at com. Um,
0: I'm going to just be brave, Paul, and I'm going to ask a, a question I have, you know. Um... I didn't feel that there were many dungeons in this
2: movie. There were a couple actually. Yeah. Uh, they, wow. Even the first scene once they get past the swirling mists where they have the weird laboratory that yeah. that was essentially a dungeon insofar as you know, dungeons go. Yeah. Like, I,
0: I literally Maybe, I, wrote maybe down, I don't really know what a dungeon is.
3: It's below the castle. It's like a basement, a castle. It's like basement. the prison where they yeah, get th- tossed just, in prison a couple of times. that
0: we would be in them more. I, th- I felt we were outside oh. a
3: lot. I felt like yeah. the movie literally was like, in the first scene, we will show you dungeon and dragon. dragon. <laughs> and we were like, and now we can move forward <laughs> until, now we can until, until the
4: end where there's more dragons. Out of curiosity, Morgan. As a D&D, I'm assuming fan since childhood, question mark, ish, Pretty much. Pretty much. Did, was there, did you have feelings on this specific movie when it came out? Great question, Jason. Thank
0: you, June! <laughs> yeah, were you excited about it? I myself in my
4: it. questions. Yeah, that was a great question. I'm vain like a dragon. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, magenta Manzukis. With my
4: hoard
2: of treasure and gold like Smaug. Smaug is actually a great example of like... Go to
4: hell, Morgan!
2: was just going to say, Smaug is a great example of like what D&D dragons are actually like. Uh, I did not see this movie as a child, actually, probably because my parents shielded me from it. Um, I wasn't even aware until it was announced for this that this was a
3: movie. Oh, wow. Okay, there we go.
2: And how did you feel about it, just
4: in general? Do you have thoughts? It
2: was so bad.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Morgan gets it. The rest (laughs) of you fucking idiots don't.
0: (gasps) I hated it. Uh, Yeah, so... Okay, and then I, th- I will let you go, I think, or well, maybe you have to pull up another chair. Do we have but... a fourth chair. <laughs> 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 but, but um, when you're a player in the game, can like, could I sign? Like, could I join as a dragon, or I'd be a thief, or I'd be an elf? You
2: could join as a dragon at certain tables. <laughs> <laughs> but Got not, it. You have said tra- enough. Not I'm not traditional... welcome everywhere. Yeah. It's it's not a default assumption that you can do that. But let there me are... say this:
4: if you're inviting me to play your D and D game, I better be able to be a goddamn.
2: <laughs> you, if you want to play my D and D game, you can be a goddamn. I'm drag. in. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
0: I don't think I can though.
2: Here's what I'm gonna say: I want to <laughs> let Morgan get back to his seat. Where
4: is your seat, Morgan? Are you far away? Uh, okay. There. Can we let Morgan take the mic with him, but kill the sound, <laughs> in case we need him to pipe up? He can stay at his chair.
0: Yeah, all right. Take the mic. You can do it. Wow, okay. Thank you, Morgan.
4: Give it up for Morgan! A Philadelphia hero!
3: Good, Morgan. Fuck the
4: Eagles! Long live Morgan!
3: (laughs) All right, so Morgan has set us straight that we don't need to really know Dungeons & Dragons. This movie makes no sense on its own. So what I will say is this. Amazing. Because the movie opens with Jeremy Irons shot out of a cannon i want to just go to clip two this is right when it starts he's giving a 10 plus and he doesn't
0: know another way
3: oh he hasn't he's doing it with his eyes
4: <laughs> jeremy irons is unhinged yeah, in this I loved movie it. and i loved was here it. for every second yes, of me too. it.
3: check out clip two just a little clip of how we introduce jeremy
4: Dragons, with the dragon army at my command, I can crush the impression and control what is right
3: And just so you know, he's not acting against a real dragon. That's all CGI. What? This movie did
4: other than Jeremy Irons, the aforementioned Jeremy Irons, uh, did amazing. nobody any favors. I would even, argue. Even the bad, the the leader of the Crimson Guard. What are they? I can't remember what they're
0: Crimson called. Crimson Guard.
4: Lipstick. They, you've got this big imposing guy, and they're giving him like metallic lipstick. That just like radiates, it's like we I couldn't I was like, you're really hurting his performance right now.
0: I did I thought he was amazing, actually. Oh yes? I did. I thought that his portrayal of the parasite entering his body and oh, then man. leaving it was
3: the earworm. Which
0: by the yeah. way, why
3: did they even need an earworm for him? Because he was already doing the work. It didn't seem like he was doing anything not like he he was on target
0: you're right i thought i thought because he says a few times during the movie that he actually doesn't want Thora birch to like he doesn't he doesn't um disagree with her thesis that everybody's equal and i was like oh this is going to be a great turn for blue lipstick where he's going we're going to see that he sides with her at one point but he never does (laughs) <laughs>
3: you know, He never does. Um, he gets the
0: parasite out and then just continues to uh, want to kill her.
3: There is something interesting about Thora Birch, which I don't know. This, I believe that The Phantom Menace came out in 1999. And this movie does feel like she is doing an impression of Princess Amidala from that movie. Like, she's always in front of a Senate. Like That's the most fun of Dungeons and Dragons, like an appeal to all the governors of this area, and I the, the council, God, one of those guys had uh, a Philly accent one guy was like, you got the consequences of your actions there and I was like, and I can't do a great Philly accent, but I would but there was something about it, I was like I don't know what era anyone is in, because clearly I did hear
4: that one of the council members say warder laughter
3: You could give everybody
4: water. Can I? Can I just for a brief moment sidetrack us for a a, a second? Please. Do I suspect blow your mind? Okay. Lipstick. Yes. The man in this movie that we just watched all of. I thought he was. And I thought he was wonderful. Fantastic. Played the devil in switch. From Monday's show in Boston. What? He's the devil in the movie Switch. We oh, saw him no, three Jason. nights ago. I no, just no, looked no, it no, up. No.
0: I just no, looked no, it no, up. No. 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 <laughs> no. 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 No, He's got got long hair. He
4: had an accent in the other movie. (laughs) Who knows? It was really bugging me how familiar he was. I swore it was the guy from The movie. I felt he was familiar, too. And then I was like, no, no, no. And then I just looked it up, and I was like, there was a picture of him in something else with hair, and I was like, wait a minute. And it was Switch from Boston mere nights ago. Our lives are imploding.
3: There he is. Wow. Oh, my God. That wow. is him, and that's a scene that's not even in Switch, but that's a deleted <laughs> scene from Switch.
0: <laughs> wow, that is the movie couldn't even—you
3: couldn't even be bothered, Paul, to get
4: his photo Bruce up Payne, the... Bruce Payne, and h- how did this get made? 2023 tour-specific all-star. <laughs> this
3: is the Easter eggs that Avril creates I'm for us right now. Wow. 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 I mean, this is a wow.
4: I think that's the end of the show. <laughs>
0: I don't know that I it's can go on. It's time for me to do my
4: cartwheels. <laughs>
3: wow, wow, wow.
4: Wow. Sorry to to digress, what? but that really was shocking. Well, this is what
3: I was thinking though. This movie is really tonally hard to watch because it's part <laughs> And I'll put this loosely Shakespearean, it's very you know, actory and big and grand. And then the other side is like Disney Channel. Like, <laughs> to a point where I'm like, this character, the main character, the one that we're following, uh, Ridley, looks like he got his clothes, and I wrote it down, uh, as from Abercrombie and Witch. <laughs> um, he's wearing a straight up. <laughs> 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 he's wearing a straight up Henley him and Marlon wayne they literally say at one point uh, we're the cleaning crew <laughs> the cleaning crew? is that even a thing in Dun... Could, is that even a good excuse? <laughs> they seem like they might just not be they're from 2000
0: clearly yeah and oh, it's so hard because I kept on both trying to like ground myself in the plot and that was a fool's errand i was just gonna say it, it was really it's quicksand it's just like the, snails happen. just like into. that quicksand carpet
3: i felt like snails goes into uh like a pizza like i, I was like is it oatmeal is it pizza he just
4: and then i started to i would think, love it if snails opened a pizza place
3: and the the box cover was him like getting sucked into a pizza <laughs> I also think that Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves, which I love, pokes fun at this movie by doing a lot of the things that this movie does way better. Like, someone falls into the floor. They say Uh, Honor Among Thieves. There are a handful of big similarities between these two movies, and it's almost like, we got this. Like, we'll show you how to make someone fall into a floor. Morgan, is falling into a floor a big Dungeons & Dragons trope?
2: Yeah, it is. Usually, it's like a pit trap of some kind. I think they were going for a mimic. There it was like a the carpet was actually a monster pretending to be a carpet, which they usually pretend to be treasure chests. It's a whole that thing.
3: That would be cool. I like that. Thank you, Morgan. Oh, can I have a follow yeah, up with please.
2: Morgan? Is
4: Honor
3: Among Thieves a D and D thing? Not really. Thank you, Morgan. <laughs> and I would argue that Honor Among Thieves is something that is said. But no one respects. So it does feel like the one true thing is that there is no honor among anyone. I mean, and what is the plot of this movie? Well,
0: so I God, I struggled, and i did I did watch the scene where I, there was some sort of an explanation. I watched it two times because I was like, "June, you gotta you gotta listen to this as hard as it is." And it seemed like... So Jeremy Irons wants to dethrone the Empress because she wants use it, their names, Jim.
4: I can't. <laughs> yes, Jeremy Irons is Gina. trying is trying to January sixth with the council <laughs> and get rid of the Empress Thora Birch.
0: Yes, because she believes that um, magicians and common people. common people are the same.
3: Right. Okay. As, and spoiler I don't... alert, at the end, the most, like, the, the basest writing of all time. All people are equal.
0: What I okay. couldn't quite get clear on, like, Marina, the character Marina does say at one point that she's an aristocrat, so I'm like, oh, mages are aristocrats. I couldn't quite get clear on what they had that the others didn't
4: have. And also, I-, I couldn't understand, similarly... It seemed as though Izmir, where Thora Birch is the empress and Jeremy Irons is, I don't know what his position is. He's a mage. I know I he's a mage, he but I don't know if he's like her He seems Shin like ha big
0: force. mage, like big mage energy over there.
4: Yeah. Like he's. But I mean, like he's also. Seems, he seems <laughs> to have some sort of role in the council. He gets to speak to the council. He gets I think to- he's Dumbledore. I
3: think he runs the magic school. Oh. Because I think that in
0: the beginning... Jeremy Irons?
3: No.
2: Morgan? Morgan? So what sets the aristocrats apart... In D&D, you go to school to learn magic. Okay. So it's essentially like the equivalent of going to an Ivy League school if it instead of giving it you massive economic advantages, it gave you
3: fireball powers. Got it. So okay. is he is Jeremy Irons, in your eye, like the kingdom's. Because <laughs> now we magician? are
0: asking Morgan to be an expert on the movie, which we all saw. <laughs>
4: Morgan, why, what happened to snails? (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, But what I, I was confused, I was genuinely confused by, uh, Thora Birch seems to be the Empress of Izmir and they live In the city or the capital city or whatever There's a magic school and that's where Jeremy Irons and the and yeah. Lipstick are and that's where snails and Ridley break in and Marina is in there With the guy and she gets the map and blah 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 But then they go to all these other Places they go to like the Elven world they go to all These other worlds is that still Izmir Is that still the or are these Other kingdoms Morgan Morgan is going to be easily eighty percent of this show. When, once we cut everything else out,
2: Morgan, what's your sense of what's your sense of that? My take is that the like elven kingdoms are like in Ismere, but not necessarily in the same physical space. There's a lot of stuff with like alternate dimensions in D and D, and I think they were kind of trying to do that.
3: But right, they're time hopping. They're going through different things. That there's, makes
4: portals, there's portals. There's portals boy did I want Marina nobody seemed to use any of their special skills at all no. right? as Marina, a matter of fact Marina has the ability she has a, a pouch with stuff in it it seems like right. but she uses it twice like use your magic no. and She's then I a was freshman. like if
0: you're gonna open up a portal like close it <laughs> close it before the rest of them get in before yeah you can keep a portal in. open
4: and but if no. I'm that dwarf, the dwarf joins for, like, only because they wake him up. Okay. And he's like, I
3: guess, all... I guess I'll roll with you guys. <laughs> First of all, that scene is so crazy. It seems like there is a sign on a sewer grate that says, no dwarfs allowed. So he jumps, like, I guess it's a, a non-dwarf sewer. So they go into a sewer.
4: Which, wait, just to back
3: up a yeah. brief moment.
4: That means... Everybody else is allowed into the sewer? Like, what is that? Like, what? I don't even understand on a level of, like, who wants to? Everybody wants to go in the sewer, but they're like, we got to keep the dwarves on.
3: Well, by the way, not to, I I don't, I'm... Yeah, be careful, Paul. Be careful. I'm careful to not say the wrong thing, but I will say this. The dwarf... Seemed of equal height to the rest of the characters. Okay, so I thought this.
0: I thought this, and I. I actually. I will say this. Before the dwarf, quote unquote, the alleged dwarf, arrived on screen, I had already had the thought: these actors are very small. And once I saw that dwarf, I thought, no, no, no. Either they're all dwarfs.
4: Do you I mean, think the scene where they're walking through the marketplace and Marlon Wayne snails is stealing stuff from the stalls was improvised? Yes. That he yes, was just grabbing yes. stuff and putting so, boots on his head yes, and all the, the rest?
3: The director was so frustrated with Marlon Wayne's in this movie. What?
4: Was it because of all his screaming? Well, there was a lot of high-pitched screaming he was doing.
3: So Marlon Wayne's fun fact, was shooting Requiem for a Dream at the same time. <laughs> There couldn't be a more disparate
2: wow.
4: ends of the spectrum than Requiem for a Dream
3: and this movie. So This one happened. did have
4: ass to ass in it too, though. What happened in this
3: movie was the director Come on, was a producer who couldn't find a director. So he's like, I'll direct it. And I think it's his first and only film. And he got so frustrated with Marlon Wayne's, they said, look, I'll give you three ad-libs if you just do the line right one time. And that was their agreement.
0: That's a great deal.
3: And it felt like they used a lot of the ad-libs. I think they did. Yeah, <laughs> felt like and it, absolutely. Did. Yeah. yeah. So I think it, it worked I've had out. that deal. Yeah. Um, but that scene there's a scene actually at the end, too, where, our, where Ridley says, uh, "Hey, pick on someone your own size." And that's when I really noticed it. I was like, "They're all the, They're same, all the size. same size.:. Yep. <laughs> he's picking on He's average height too they're all all, all, average
0: that's what i'm saying they're either all dwarves or they're none of them are dwarves
4: well this is the problem with the new woke snow white (laughs) get ready i'm just kidding um do you think that the shooting schedule for marlon wayans on requiem for a dream is why he was killed and is then not in the rest of the movie
3: And the only way they
4: can insinuate that he is still alive is a glowing stone at the end, like that's gotta be because he had other he had a conflict or something. Like it made no—he's the only character who dies, and
3: it makes no sense. It's like you kill a main character midway through the film.
4: Yeah, it was early,
3: and in a
4: way that was not to save everybody, not a sacrifice, not not worth it at all. Nope. Just, well, he did throw the scroll. He threw it. He threw the scroll, not even to them, like two feet in front of him. Arguably, lipstick is closer to the scroll than anybody else's. Everybody, <laughs> if you get a magic scroll, immediately get a bunch of fakes. This movie needed fake scrolls more than anything else. Well, but as by like the way, a, here's yeah. your scroll.
3: <laughs> I will say this though too: that weird, like, right, so. Marlon Wayne's watches his two friends get sucked into a map. Then he's like, "Well, let me go flirt with this girl for a bit." Yeah. <laughs> like there is no Then Oh fuck. Then Lipstick I got friends trapped in a map. Yeah. Lipstick
4: and the um, Crimson Guard show up and the dwarf is like, "Come on, you don't have time for um, flirting or whatever he says." <laughs> and Marlon Wayne looks annoyed. The, and but meanwhile like the big bad is right there. Also
3: They have escaped down a sewer, and they basically go to, like, a TGI Fridays of medieval times. I will say the food looked good. And that might have been because I was very hungry. I do not want to see anyone eat a turkey or a chicken like that. It's disgusting. And the way that he ate it, like, oh, the skin. I have to say,
0: food in beards... Is to me Careful. the most. I'm sorry, Careful. Jason. Careful. <laughs> and I will say about Jason, I've never seen a piece of food in your beard, no. and I I don't think I ever will. Never. Never.
4: Of course, but I just. That, that, that sometimes it'll happen, like popcorn in a movie theater. I won't know it. I, I won't know it's it's a little piece has gotten in there.
0: That's okay. In the But you veil also of eat popcorn
3: like this.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> or like this. <laughs>
0: There is nothing more upsetting than, than chicken and a beard. And
4: that
2: was, there
0: was just so much of it. It was very, it was tough.
3: It also just felt like he was not even trying to hit his mouth. It was like his energy no. was like, I'm going to eat this in the most disgusting way I possible. I felt
0: like he was using that beard like it was a plate. Like, I'll just leave it here and then I'll come back for seconds on my beard.
4: I felt like when Marina and Ridley went into the scroll, they came out with knowledge that we hadn't been privy to. Crazy
0: to, to not yes. see that scene. Why would we see that scene? There must Where have been. It?
4: There must have been a scroll world scene that was not in the movie because they came out with been. more exposition.
0: It was another dump.
3: It's always exposition with someone not even on camera. It's like. They're far in the distance, like, and that's why you went over here. The emperor said that. That's why we all believe this. It's like they never get to the face. I will say, though, the best thing, I just checked on it, um, we got to see a little bit of movie magic. Obviously, we know that Marlon Wayne's shooting Requiem for a Dream, but we also see the birth of one of his later films, uh, the 2006 film Little Man, because <laughs> as he's walking to the girl, he picks up a little man. He goes, out of my way, little man. And I bet you in that moment he's like what if I was a little man? <laughs> a box office gold. That's Marlon Wayans. And the cover for Little Man is very disturbing. Uh, Marlon Wayans plays a baby that is a jewel thief. <laughs> He's a little man who's pretending to be a baby. Um, all right, so that was just, you know, again, but, if Paul, just to
0: go back to the plot for a second. So, so okay, so Jeremy Irons... Doesn't want the Empress to to um, give everyone
4: equal power of the dragons.
0: Well, yeah, but I think more than that, he doesn't want her to sort of bring equity to this community. I think
4: he wants the aristocracy, i.e., the mages, to to continue to rule uh, to rule above all,
3: right? Because they believe that anarchy will happen if everyone is equal. But now, at the end of the movie, when all the dragons are attacking, I was like, well. It seems like Jeremy Irons is against those dragons and then Thor Birch released those dragons because at Where one point Where are those she's
4: dragons from? I don't Where know. Where were those dragons the Thor, whole movie?
3: Thor Birch has... A, a first-class seat on Dragon Air. She has, but those aren't the
4: red dragons.
3: No, the red, no. The red
4: dragons are part of the scepter that Ridley gets when he rod. gets into the dragon room of treasure. Yes. Which, again, I just want to say,
3: the cheapest-looking scepter I've ever seen. I
0: couldn't believe it.
3: My but kids so, have higher-quality Halloween costumes than those scepters. So,
0: okay, so but but there's a big plot point in the beginning of the movie that they want to get rid of her. Her scepter, the current, the present scepter she has.
4: They want her to like surrender it because we see him have. He has a scepter at the beginning, he's trying to control that. dragon but that, dra- that and scepter it fails, work. right?
3: Yes. So everyone, yes. I think. So in this world, dragons are things to be controlled, and and everyone has a, a scepter, and that's how power is kept. It's like we can keep this. I think, but but Paul, but Paul. Yes. But Paul.
0: <laughs> okay. Yes, to all of that. But here's where I, like, fell apart. So they, they want her to, of her own volition, surrender her own scepter. And it seems she says no. Yes, right.
4: at the council meeting, yeah.
0: At the council meeting. And so then some other person, one of her mentors, tells her to get another scepter.
3: That's and the that's, one that he gets. That's but
0: that's the, where I got really confused. Yeah, why does I we all she did. need that other scepter? Well, I think that the
4: other uh, okay, the other scepter seems to um, control. And I'm sorry about all of this. Control only.
0: I hate, I hate every second of this
4: it's some, conversation. It's a, so the re, the scepter that controls the red dragons, right? The old man who is Marina, who is the magic school's librarian, I think. See, um, I, she's thought a young ra- I
0: thought he she's ran a young, the magic school, that She is like a, guy.
4: a freshman in magic school. Okay, okay, great. So she is in magic school. I He's thought her- she was
0: like a work study.
4: Uh,
3: yes. I, I mean, thought she was yes. the librarian.
4: I thought she was like <laughs> No, in no, there- the
3: librarian is the old guy because she only has two tricks.
4: I guess you're right, yeah. Okay, so
3: a couple so, more years, she's gonna have like four. So seconds. he's
4: like, there is a scroll that speaks of a scepter, scepter that controls all the red dragons, but beware because it will bring about war. Right? Yes, but this right. is the what I don't dragon. understand
0: because his uh, what he keeps on saying to her and Morgan, chime in whenever you want. But what he keeps on Get saying Morgan's to mic her up just in case. is that he that. That when they when she gets the red scepter, it's gonna somehow reveal Jeremy Irons and what his true intentions are. Morgan, can
3: you help us with I, any of this? I can, yes. Okay, great.
2: So first Thank
0: of all, God. Put an end to it, Morgan.
4: I'm just gonna say right now the t-shirt should be thank God for Morgan. All <laughs> by it.
0: Dun and dun. dun.
3: Dungeons, dragons, and Morgan.
0: <laughs> Go ahead, Morgan.
2: So the librarian's idea was that if you have this backup scepter, you can give away your other scepter, but still secretly have the power to control a different group of dragons, which is like pretty silly in the context of, you know, weapons of mass destruction and, and sort of a global stalemate of political power. Now, Did land. she give up her back?: Did she give up her scepter? She did not, maybe because she didn't get the backup scepter?
3: Okay, so what you're saying is it's like in The Godfather (laughs) where they hide a gun in the toilet, right? So he goes, I don't have a gun. Oh, we could trust this guy. Hold on, I got to go to the bathroom. Gets a gun, a.k.a. scepter. It's exactly like that. Okay, great.
2: (laughs) How come...
4: Morgan, is Jeremy Irons' little CGI winged spy, which
3: is the second spy, because there's another one in that man's
4: head. Oh, there's a lot of ear stuff going on in this movie. But that little thing, what's that?
2: Uh, It's either an imp or a closet. Uh, It's either a demon or a devil. It was a little unclear to me which. And it, was. it works for Jeremy Irons as a spy or something. Yeah, they tend to like essentially they're they they're like interns for spellcasters that hope that instead of getting I pa- degrees, paid or unpaid. Uh, they work for experience. Okay. It's He's got an answer. Always does.
3: Amazing. wow um all right i guess my final question is jeremy irons seems to have eyes on the people he wants at all times from the imp to uh lipstick but they are always eluding capture in every way
4: nor do they ever seem to really figure out they're being spied on they're like how did you know that they just seem to let them do the job and they Everybody's take their bad. stuff. Everybody's bad at every
3: job they are, they're supposed to be doing. Everybody sucks in this movie. Man, oh man, you know what? I think now it must be time for me to go in the audience and see if anyone else besides Morgan can help clarify some things out there. Oh, you're in a costume. You're in, well, tell me what this costume, Dutch boy. Oh, from Geostorm. Oh, my gosh.
1: Geostorm! A beautiful
3: Geostorm costume. All right, a, a great costume, both of them. All right. Uh, your name and your question.
1: Uh, my name is Ashley, and what was the giant flirting eyeball monster? Yeah. It's a big giant
2: blob. Morgan? It's called a beholder. It's like a classic D&; D monster. It shoots classic. like classic. Oh.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Boy. We really nailed it with you, Morgan. <laughs> okay. Holy shit, this show would be an unmitigated disaster) <laughs> Without Morgan, and that is real. <laughs> yeah. All
3: right, I have a gentleman in a Dungeons and Dragons, or at least a dragon shirt, and he's got Dungeons and Dragon Crocs. Okay. Oh boy. Your name, your you said you had an observation, or you could do whatever you'd like.
1: Explanation of hope. Uh, hey, everybody, I'm terrified. I'm Ed. Uh, I've. Uh, uh, oh, I was gonna say my job would probably be like eating horseshit. Um, <laughs> I Morgan,
4: is that a profession you can have? Ed, if you, you get can. paid to do what you love, then it's not a job. <laughs> Sorry, okay. Morgan.
1: Um, so I did, I tried to do a deep dive because all these, like, weird creatures, like, none of those were actually people or characters in D&D well, in Well, except for edition. the one that
0: Morgan said was Oh Well, the... yeah,
1: no, I mean, all these, like, background, like, Star Wars-y kind of, like, okay. weird people in face paint. Uh, the purple guy with the... Uh, third eye i was hoping to try to get uh, an idea that uh the novelization of the movie though uh is just as opaque and i just want everybody to know that like don't try to dig into that it's not worth it wait i love that how many people here
4: read the novelization (laughs) of this movie holy shit ed Impressive stuff for
0: a that eater. Ed, do not worry, I will not be looking into this any further.
3: Paul, be careful. Okay, I'm gonna go over here for a second. Oh my gosh, a baby. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well, let me... What? What do you mean? There's a baby. There's a. Oh, I see it. There's a baby right at the bed. Oh a my baby. god. How old? The, the baby? baby didn't have a question. I'll come back. I'll come back over there. All right. So you are in. You are. I need to explain this Holy properly. Holy shit. He what is that? Can we snails. get more? Is there more lights? Is
4: there more? I need to... Oh, boy. Wow. He is snails... The rocks? The rocks. He's the grave... He's snail's He's grave. The, the grave of snails. Holy shit. This God. is
3: This, is, icon-
4: oh this is iconic. Oh, my
2: God. That's
3: get a flash on, for God's elevated. sake. Elevated. <laughs> All right, so... You're in a snail's costume. This is awesome. I love it. What's your name? My name is Adam. And what's your question?
1: Uh, my question would be, I don't know if you're going to get to it. Oh, this is it. Yeah, uh, but we're here. We are getting to it. It's <laughs> happening
3: now, Adam. <laughs> I'm a rock. Are they did dead he just at say, the I'm end? a rock? This is a great question. Um, he did say I'm a rock. He asked, are they dead at the end, which was a question that I thought too, because oh. Snails is dead, but then he's like, "I'm going to take you to where I am," which seems to be death.
4: Well, the, they—I feel because the, 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 there seems to be some sort of like his name goes off of the rock, so and the the dragon eye starts to glow and the. <laughs> And just when Ridley's about to say, like, "Can I have an exposition dump for what's going on?" the elf is like, "No." Shh, 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 no. It's almost over. Get out. You'll ruin
3: it. So don't. We're all just gonna disappear. The movie's done. Um. Okay. You came over. I feel the energy that you have. A good question.
1: I have been only thinking about this for the last two days. Okay. Um, My name is August. Okay. (laughs) I work here, so I would be a commoner. Okay. Um. And my question is: When lipstick is right before he's about to mind meld with Marina, do you think he was actually going to have a redemption arc, or do you think he was trying to manipulate her into giving him the answers, and she either failed or won in terms of interpretation? I don't you know. know. What I mean? That's the, the lipstick this, remains. It might have significance. This film might have a little bit of depth. I love it. Go, it attack doesn't. it.
0: I don't it's think so hard now looking back at Lipstick because I I really believed that he, his character, he, we spent so much time with him on the screen that I thought for sure there's going to be some moment where we get that turn and we're going to really land the plane with Lipstick. Yeah. And, and I, and I felt connected have- to him, but I think maybe that's because we had just seen him in another movie, yeah, Jason. Yeah,
4: I also was like oh, I really wanted Lipstick to have a moment where he turned on Jeremy Iron. Me too. And he was like, no, I won't be manipulated. I won't have your ear-based parasite living inside of my head. Yep. How's the baby doing? (laughs) Honest to God, Morgan, I would kill you for that baby. (laughs) Understood. I would kill everybody in this room for the baby. And then I would raise the baby as my own. This
3: theater is so complicated to get around. Please be careful up there, Paul. Be careful. The true balcony now. It really is. What's up? I'm in the back row of the top balcony. I only ask this every now and then when I, when I use... I hope you don't get insulted by this. How old are you?
1: 14 years young. Yeah!
3: Great. You are two years older than the show. Or maybe one year, Thank I don't you. know. One, one
4: year off. older than the show.
3: Okay, what is Holy your shit, name and your question?
1: <laughs> um, My name is Finn. I'm usually the dungeon master. But um... that's awesome. Alright, so Finn,
3: first question. How's I know, I Morgan doing? I don't know
0: what doing? that means, but I'm so happy.
3: How is Morgan doing as another person who knows Dungeons & Dragons? Oh, wow.
1: We love Morgan. He's doing fantastic. Yeah! Wow, he is great.
4: Finn, hm? fin, Finn, fin, Finn, fin.
0: fin, Finn, Finn,
1: Finn, 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 Okay, so yeah. Um, <laughs> During the scene where um, you know Ripley or whatever his name is. He, like, comes out of the dungeon. How much better
4: would this movie be if Sigourney Weaver as Ripley was instead in the lead role? Sorry, go ahead.
1: When he comes out of, like, the cave with the party city staff, um, Lipstick Guy's like, I'll let her go if you give me the staff. And he's like, fine. And then, um, Lipstick Guy lets her go for a second. And he's like, you promised. And he's like, I lied. It was like the weirdest thing. It feels like... I don't know. you're saying
4: this movie doesn't make much sense.
1: Thank you, I am. (laughs) But (laughs) I don't know if Lipstick Guy has any, like, moral compass or whatever, but that was the most eight-year-old way of putting it, where it's like, actually, I didn't... And that's coming
4: from a 14-year-old.
3: That's true. All right, how do I His get, do I get over there? You're in But a I would costume. still kill
4: him for the baby. I don't know
3: how, to, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get over to you. It seems deadly. Um, let me try if I can. Don't, don't be all right, careful. Thank you, there. everybody. Careful near the edge. All right, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you. All right, thank oh, you man, so the, sorry. The,
4: the balcony is very high up, I will say. It's all right, welcome. Okay. It scares me from where we are. By the way, now that full house yeah. lights are up, gorgeous theater, Philly. Gorgeous theater.
3: Love this theater. Okay. Hi. How are you? Your name and your question.
0: uh my name is Adelaide, and my friends and I watched it earlier, and we gave an ungodly amount of time to
3: the consideration of the breastplate,
0: and like, yeah. did it look like aroused breasts with no nipples going on, like the kind of situation, right? And then like, and then like, also, how much better would the movie have been if the two lead characters had come from the year
3: two thousand? That would be amazing, right? They would be like a uh, like a. With a Connecticut yanking King Arthur's court like that kind of a vibe? Exactly. You get me. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, look, no, they I definitely acted like that. I do think just to like address that.
0: the breastplate for a second, and I, I it was strange because I did th- I thought about it a lot too.
4: Oh, I thought about it. A lot I haven't too. stopped thinking about it, and I'm going to think about but, it a lot in the hotel later.
0: So I was like, Wait. I was like, the the, poof. I, I had the same questions, which were. Is the breastplate preparing for boobs that are always erect? Or are those just where the... the huh? And Here's are they the customized per person? Or is that just like your standard yes, breastplate? Yes, that's what I was
4: going to say. I wonder if the armor is, is bespoke for each right. warrior. And in which case, how do I become the person
3: that makes that armor? <laughs>
4: or at least
3: does the measurements... <laughs> All right, I have a question here, another back row question, standing room question. All right, you're ready. All right, your name, your question, what do you got?
1: I'm Rachel, I'd hope to be an elf. Um, Marina very clearly has glasses on in the library scene and then loses them in the kerfuffle of like exiting that space and then seemingly just doesn't need glasses for the rest of the film. And I was really, like confused about this so much so
3: that her wanted poster doesn't even have the glasses on it and most people would recognize her as someone who would have glasses on like if you were to draw also terrible drawing of, of somebody
4: i think that uh, at once in the first scene she's a nerdy she's in the library and then she takes her glasses off lets her hair down and is beautiful and gorgeous for the rest of the movie a la she's all that
0: and that hair comes down so quickly.
4: Oh yeah, and it um, stays like, down. Oh yeah, it's like va 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 voom. <laughs> okay, get, uh, get her a, a breastplate. I it want everybody my, gets a but breastplate. It is, it
0: is one of my favorite tropes in movies in general. That like we cannot find women attractive if their hair are up.
4: Yes, it's and they're like wearing it's, glasses. It's
0: too much if,
3: to if imagine. They're wearing glasses, they're fucking gross. <laughs> Now, June, what I will say to you, I love you with your hair up, and I love you with glasses on. Wow. I know you do.
0: He does. I do, but wow. I
3: do. All right. I hope this question can conservatively take a 10-minute long answer, because that's what was just presented to me as far as how to get back down. So <laughs> when I just asked for directions, it was like, okay, go down the brown stairs, make a oh left, but don't make a right, because then you'll go over the here, but they have to get an elevator. The I so, do. Don't
0: think we'll see you again, Paul. Like maybe you you, did. You say good night.
4: I feel like the brown (laughs) stairs definitely go to the bathroom.
3: (laughs) Your name? My name is Mark, and I would be a trap rug weaver. Ooh, a trap rug weaver. Okay. And your question? I I have a question for Morgan. Unfortunately. Wow. (laughs) Fortunately. (laughs) So when the party goes to heal Ridley with Elf Doctor Who, um, they. He explains that dragons are related to magic in some incredibly convoluted way. So dragons are magic. Morgan, are dragons a natural resource? Great question from Morgan.
2: I'm gone. Whoa. Slow down, Paul. N- no. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> That's it. Wow.
3: Morgan, that go answer, longer.
4: That answer was not long enough to cover Paul's descent.
2: I do have a question, actually. Oh, Morgan has a question. Yeah. Okay.
4: No. Morgan knows his place. I I know my place. And it's amongst you. Yes. The baby, though. Ooh, I want the baby on stage so bad. Okay, go ahead, Morgan. What's your question?
2: Why did Lipstick think he was acting in a credible movie? Because he had a lot of, like, gravitas and pregnant pauses in his delivery. And it was blowing my mind a little bit.
4: I think that he and Jeremy Irons, especially because they shared so many scenes together, they were going for it.
0: Yeah. And tonally, they were matching each other. Yes.
4: It was like a Meisner exercise. Yeah,
0: it was a mirror exercise. But, um... Yeah, you know, I I don't know what to say. Here's what I'll say.
4: I think the only person who can answer that question is you, Morgan.
0: (laughs) No, yeah, turn it back to you I'm so scared when
2: Morgan's asking us questions Oh, I
4: feel really <laughs> on the spot it, it was just
2: what was in my head while I'm watching every scene with this oh, yeah, guy I know,
0: I know just, just to go back to that gentleman's question before Morgan because you gave such a brief answer Pause back
3: and but by the way, so as you ask this, can we get the people to come on down? And Morgan, we'll have to take your mic in a second. Sorry. Sorry, Morgan. But just before oh, before you take wait, his wait, mic
4: wait, away, I want to ask you one Paul, other question. Paul, we can pull one of these, I bet.
3: Because okay,
4: I, so know, you s- I know you. I know you
0: said Good. that el- that elves aren't a natural resource, but that no. moment when they said we are magic, you used the mages use magic, and the commoners, I guess or the thieves yep. don't even think Let's they see. can have anything to do with it, but the elves actually are magic. Oh, does, that, does that resonate with your understanding of this world? No. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. Okay. Morgan. Made up whole oh. cloth
2: for the movie.
4: Thank sniping. God for Morgan's brevity. Yeah. Because sometimes people are like, I've got power now. I'm holding the mic.
3: All right. Well, here it is, people obviously we have opinions we have thoughts about this movie there are people out there with different opinions different thoughts it is now time for second opinions
1: i do need i do need a little help i need a little beat not too fast but can i get a stomp clap stomp clap in west philadelphia bored and crazed on amazon is where i spent most of my days chilling out, maxing, relaxing, all cool, watching some movies and then leaving reviews when a couple of users who were frankly wrong tried to say my favorite movie was a bomb. I read one bad review that said they weren't entertained and thought, you're not giving enough credit to Marlon (laughs) Wayans. I logged in, cracked my knuckles and started to type, made a case for why D&D is more than alright, published my thoughts and admired my bars, and that's my second opinion as the prince of five stars. Yes. What's your name? My name is Abby. Thank you, Abby.
3: Abby! (laughs) All right. These are five-star reviews pulled from Amazon. There are two thousand five hundred and ninety reviews. Two thousand five hundred and ninety reviews. Fifty-nine percent are five-star. Fifty-nine percent are five-star. Holy shit. Did we blow it? David writes, title, It's a Good Movie. Then he writes, I like spending time watching movies with my loved ones, and definitely this is a cool one. Five stars.
0: Is there any way people were reviewing the 2023 movie?
3: As a matter of fact, As I'm looking at the dates here, yeah. Yeah.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Holy shit. That's amazing. Are any of
3: those reviews, Paul, from 2000? I have some that were before the movie came out. uh, But this one I'll read regardless of what it was from, because... (laughs) it seems to not even make a difference. Um, Michael Emmerich <laughs> writes, I have what I wanted. Five stars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> terrifying. Absolutely wow. terrifying.
3: This one, written back in 2022 uh, by Rick McGlargan, uh, says this. Not a real name. <laughs> the title
0: McLar. Of, of the
4: Philadelphia McLargans, you know like Ricky McLargs.
0: I do feel like if you if you become an adult with that name, you change you change it.
4: Or it's you like, it. or it's the bar everyone goes to. I'll meet you at
3: McLargans.
0: <laughs> so hard to where say. everyone
3: forgets your name, McLargans. McLargan. McLargan uh, titles his review, "Good movie, if you like this stuff, like I do." The review reads, I'm very into dragon. Magic, knights, fiction, or fantasy. So I liked it. Five stars. Fair enough.
4: Why not? I get uh, by the Fair way, enough. why not?
3: And then <laughs> you this nailed one, it, McLaren. This one by Dan Krieg, written in 2013. Um, the title is, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> and the review goes like this. I like this kind of movie. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Five stars. Wow.
0: Wow. To sign on to your Amazon account.
4: Do to you guys, log
0: in. Yeah. Like, Wow.
4: Do you think that if they had brought Snails' body to the elves, they could have healed him the same way they seemed to be able to heal Ridley? I
3: was thinking that. Why wouldn't they do that?
4: Why not just heal everybody if you can? they take them all to the tree city on Kashyyyk and are like, here's the deal. That's a Star Wars reference. I didn't Um, get it. And seem to be able to heal Ridley from death. Ridley's like... And they're like, we're bringing him back with just hands on a hard body.
3: Well, here's what I'll say. Um, I also was confused at the end because. <laughs> hey, can I just one, one more thing in that Elvin City when they're in the thing and Ridley comes back
4: to life? He and Marina have a makeout. Yes. And the little imp is watching like a fucking creep. I wrote that. He's creeping on them like hee Like I get to watch the. He's like a little perv.
3: Are and, there, Morgan, are there pervs in D&D? <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I will say, and not to be too gross about it, but I felt like the be angle... Be gross about it, Paul. The angle that they shot that little imp, like you saw his little... Like, it looked like you saw his dick. <laughs> like, you saw And you thought below. it was
4: little. You're saying you thought it was little. I, I actually thought it, it seemed was like large. a perfectly normal, <laughs> it,
3: it giant, seemed, adult dick. It's Right? So that's what happens there um what do we think people what do we think here i
0: mean i will say this so i haven't seen the new dungeons and dragons movie and i am excited this is my overall review i'm excited to see another dungeons and dragons movie which is the
4: 2023 one yeah oh it's fantastic genuinely yeah i love it morgan how did you feel about the recent dungeons and dragons movie
2: I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought that it mirrored the structure of a D&D campaign a hell of a lot better than this one did. It's a, it's a great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie.
4: It's a blast. So, yeah. I thought it was a it was fun ride. This movie, this movie to me feels like it's, it's not even getting to like Willow levels of interest for me, you know? All right, so
3: would you recommend this movie? I'm gonna go first and say no. I didn't find it to be enjoyable enough. Like, you can definitely watch all the Jeremy Iron scenes on YouTube, and I think that would be fine. I, I do, yeah. I mean, it was so... I had a crazy experience watching this, because we've, again,
0: we've been watching these movies during this tour for how many days now? Five? A thousand. So we are deranged. We are a deranged people. And so I didn't mind watching this... In, compa- in comparison to some of the other films we've seen this week.
4: To be a, com- to be a how did this get made completest? Sure, why not? But I will say, as I have said for many other movies in the past, it is perfectly okay to fast forward through, you know, like I scrubbed a lot of 30 seconds forward, 30 seconds forward, when they were just walking between places. There's a lot of, there's a lot of like, uh, just like stuff in there. There's a lot of filler, yeah. I, I will feel say like.
3: this, and this really was hard for me, I didn't know how else to do it, but my audio was not synced with my Neither video. Neither was
0: mine. Neither was mine.
3: I complained today about to who? it to Apple because I think it's an oh, internal did you write issue. A, did you write a review? Um, and it was so oh, yeah, I weird. Had the same and, issue. It made the movie 10 times more frustrating. Because <laughs> you'd hear, like, ouch. And then all of a sudden you'd see the thing that happened.
4: I hope that someone yeah. at Apple is
3: like, hey, you know the comedian Paul Shear?
4: Yeah. So he's like emailing me about the sync on. The Dungeons and Dragons movie? Oh, that's a great movie. No, 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 not the recent one.
0: <laughs> and um, also, But I'm got, also like, like, with our children here and all that was going on today, getting here from New York, like, when did you have time to write that email?
3: I'm busy. I got a lot of stuff. I go, <laughs> I do it. Like, We also have received like 300 boxes of horse shit from Philly? <laughs> uh, again, I, I have to get stuff done. Um... I'll tell you one thing. Just a couple of fun facts about it. Like I mentioned, the guy who directed it was supposed to just produce it, and whenever people say, hey, this movie sucked, he's like, hey, I was just trying to produce it. (laughs) But you did direct it. Um, The main actor uh, never played Dungeons & Dragons. He goes, I I tried to watch some games, but it just felt like people were arguing, so I trusted the script. I trusted the script. First mistake. Now, Morgan, you may or may not agree with this or not, but um, it seems like the director decided to focus... Um, he created a generic setting loosely based on a lesser-known game setting called Mistara. and he, used, uh, he felt like uh, if he used anything from the game, it would confuse viewers. He decided to confuse viewers on his own uh, without having anything to relate to. Uh, and that's really all. I will say this. Um, the other thing... That is interesting about this movie is the budget was $45 million. Oh, $45 million. That can't be true.
4: If it is, somebody needs to do forensic accounting to find out where that
3: money went. I think it went to all the CGI dragon's blood. Oh, um,
4: maybe, you're right. There is CGI nonsense, so maybe that.
3: Opening weekend, $7 million domestic gross. Fifteen million. the tagline it's no game
4: that's it Jesus Christ
3: it's no game
0: Wow. It, yeah it's like it's not it's not just a game it's it's no game
3: it's no game um, now I feel like we normally go and debate what the shirt should be but really the shirt to me feels like it's just Morgan
4: yeah And is
3: it? I'm the Morgan of my group?
4: I'm the Morgan of my group or Philly's own Morgan? Morgan's Morgans and Dragons. Dragons.
3: Morgans and Dragons in the font of Dungeons and Dragons. Morgan, are you happy
2: with that? Can I be riding a dragon in it? What's that? Can I be riding a dragon in it? Well, Morgan oh, wants Morgan. to ride a Morgan. dragon
3: Morgan, come close to me for a thing. I want to yeah. get a picture of you. Can we get house lights? I got a picture. Right. I mean, like, yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Morgan, Morgan, Morgan,
4: Morgan. Give it up for Morgan. Thank Stand up for Morgan! Give it up for the baby! Give
3: it up for in June. Thank you, Philly. Thank you, Top Balcony. Thank you, Middleman. Thank you, orchestra. Thank you for coming out. Good night, everybody. That's right. Eat shit, Philly. What a show. Wow. That was a fun episode. Thank you so much to the staff at the Miller Theater, our amazing tour manager, Beth Thomas, and all of you in Philadelphia who made it such a great time. And I have to give a special thank you to the one and only Morgan, who is the subject of our Morgan and Dragons shirt, which is finally back up for sale on tpublic.com slash stores slash HDTGM. I love this shirt. Get that shirt. We've had two banger shirts between that and Ben Cannon. You can't go wrong with the merch that we're making. Anyway, um, if you've been wanting to attend one of our live shows and you maybe have been like, well, I can't travel to the States. Don't worry. We're coming to Europe. Well, that's really only good if you live in Europe. That's right. We are going to be in Europe for the first time ever. How Does This Get Made is going on a European tour to the UK and Ireland from March 28th to April 3rd, 2024. We'll be traveling across the pond to London, Glasgow, belfast and dublin tickets are on sale now at httgm.com. and once we select the movies for each show you will find those listed there as well uh people now that we can talk about all the things that we're doing and all the things that we are supporting i want to just give a huge shout out to The Great Lower Decks on Paramount+. Plus. I love doing that show, and I wasn't able to talk about it throughout the entire season because we were on strike. If you haven't watched it, just jump in. You don't have to know anything about Star Trek. It's just a funny fucking comedy show that happens to take place in the Star Trek universe. Again, Family Switches on Netflix was the number one movie in the world. Wow, how about that? And Disturbance in the Force, I think, has a 100% uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes, or at least the last time I checked, and that is a documentary about the making of the Star Wars holiday special. It's a lot of plugs for sheer, but uh, you know what? I got things to plug. Anyway, heads up, next week I will be taking uh, a Last Looks off for New Year's. That's right. I take a break. And don't worry though because in its place we will be re-releasing a How Did This Get Made classic episode on the movie Anaconda with guest Michael Ian Black. If you want to find out what our next movie is going to be, make sure to tune into the Anaconda re-release because I will announce our next movie at the top of that episode. So don't worry. We'll still be covering Dungeons & Dragons on a future Super Size Last Looks. But that doesn't mean that just because we're not doing it next week, you don't have to send us corrections and omissions. Please do that still. Give us a call at 619-PAUL-ASK. Write a comment on our Discord at discord.gg slash hdtgm. And remember, you can find us everywhere online at hdtgm. And make sure to follow us on threads. And lastly, I got to say thank you to our entire behind the scenes team who keeps this show running. I'm talking about our producers Scott Sani, Molly Reynolds, and our movie picking producer Avril Halley, our engineers Casey Holford and Rich Garcia, and our associate producer Jess cisneros who makes our amazing social media videos. But even more importantly, I have to thank all of you listeners who support this show. And as of last week, how did this get made has been going on for thirty 13 years that's right 13 years and we couldn't continue doing this show without such a loving dedicated fan base and team behind the scenes thank you earwolf thank you serious thank you listeners we love you all we appreciate you all we are so thrilled when you buy a ticket or a t-shirt truly uh, i go into this new year just happy that we've had you for 13 years can't wait to continue in year 14 see you in 2024 <laughs> Yeah.